Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here. Welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here. Let's focus on something near and dear to our hearts, shall we? How about our children's well-being? And I don't mean just our immediate family. Certainly, they are important too. But the children of the world, they're our next generation. I saw a quote the other day. It said, give them social media when you want their childhood to end. Huh. Let's look at adults for a second. I mean, who are we? First of all, let's have a constructive conversation. I don't want to pass judgment. I mean, we live in an age where technology is more than just a tool. It's an integral part of our lives. But as parents, as caregivers, as leaders, it's our role to ensure that this technology serves our families in a healthy way. But we as adults, let's look at, I mean, I've been looking at a number of different uh, studies that have been done. Very fascinating. Mental health. Social media, heavy social media users are two to three times more likely to report high levels of psychological distress. Productivity at work. One study said 70% of workers admit that they feel distracted during the workday and they, lead social they list social media as the leading distraction. Sleep quality. Excessive use of social media correlates with poor sleep quality. Poor sleep quality correlates with overall health and well-being. The fear of missing out. Okay, that leads to fatigue and stress and it impacts our professional and our family lives. Here's a good one. This is the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. They report that over 80% of U.S. divorce attorneys say that social media is increasingly cited as a reason for marital discord. Think about it. It's in every aspect of our lives. What about comparison and self-esteem? You know, there was a study in the Journal of Psychological Science basically said that excessive use leads to constant comparison, which can lead to negative feelings of self-worth, and it also affects every aspect of our life. So bottom line, excessive stream, screen time is not good for us, not good for our health, and it's not good for others. So now let's look at children. So if, if we're the ones that are using it and they're seeing us use it, and then we're letting them use it, un, uh, you know, without oversight, I realize every family is different, but let's look at the issues for just a second. How about inclusion versus mental well-being? One of the most common reasons for giving a child a smartphone is the fear of them being left out, that feeling of left out. And while we want all of our children to feel fit in, we really want them to fit in, we must also weigh the impact of early exposure to social media on their emotional and mental health. Is fitting in worth the potential risks. We need to consider this. Who sets the standards? We've come to a point where tech companies appear to have a significant say in our child's development, our children's development. They certainly offered good tools, we'll admit that, for learning and communication. I mean, for us to lean into it and take advantage of it, no question. But we need to question whether these platforms are suitable for young and impressionable minds. After all, who do, our who do the children look to for guidance? They look to us, not to big tech. There's been studies now that have shown in interviewing children that have now come out, that are now been in high school and have now come out in the real world. And we're getting unanimous conclusions that say that they wish they would have been introduced to these devices later in life. 
Some of them have even formed dumb clubs, seeking a return to a simpler, less distracting way to communicate. Well, but I control my children. Even we put safety on our children. That, those are not full. Parent, parental controls are not foolproof. They're good. They offer a sense of security, but many children find ways to bypass them. And our trust in our kids is invaluable, but it's also crucial to acknowledge that they are still developing the ability to make responsible choices. Their brain's still growing. Power of detox. What do we mean by detox? They can get off of it. Studies indicate that kids can reverse some of the negative impacts by taking a break from their phones. In schools where smartphones are not allowed, kids are returning to more traditional forms of play and communication, which enriches their whole experience, their whole social experience in the process. So this is the conversation, right? As we navigate the ebbs and flows of our lives and we're guided by enduring principles, the enduring principles of empowered wealth, okay? They're focused on character. They're focused on competency. They're focused on compassion. They're focused on making connections. They're focused on those things that matter more than money. So let's focus on making informed decisions that enrich our families' lives. Each family's choices will be different, but the crucial thing is that those choices are intentional and considered. As always, Let's respond in gratitude. Let's finish in gratitude. Let's begin in gratitude, respond in gratitude, and finish in gratitude. Big rig fig. So thank you. I hope we can engage in this vital conversation. I hope you engage in this vital conversation. It can shape the future of our most precious assets, our children. Have a meaningful week. We'll talk next week. Bye-bye.